lightning. lightning. Inspirational. Powerfully refining. Powerfully refining. And unapologetically controversial. Conversations with, with the Royal Impress. The entire world knows the secret of who you are. Now is the time to step into your queendom and become the Royal Impress that you're meant to be. One woman at a time. Conversations with the Royal Impress. Now Akiba, she's the analytical Empress. Akima, she's the Empress that will challenge you. Now... Straighten up your crown and be elevated through conversation. Conversation royal with the royal impress. Welcome to another episode of Conversations with the Royal Empress. This is Akila. And joining me is my favorite co-host, Dr. Hakima. <laughs> this week, I have a special co-host, his co-host, and he is the owner of Cooksul of Chicago Martial Arts School. He is a retired Chicago Fire Department Lieutenant of 32 years and a security expert, Mr. Michael Hill. Welcome, Michael. Hey, how are you? So this week we're talking about defending ourselves. How black, how should black women protect themselves? And Michael was joining us today to discuss this topic. First, I want uh, Michael to talk a little bit about who he is, why he has the information on how we can protect ourselves. Um, I've been in the uh, martial arts for 48 years. I've uh, trained in uh, judo, taekwondo, Japanese karate. I also now train in kuksu, which is a comprehensive study of 31 traditional martial arts. So everything from joint locking, pressure points, acupuncture, acupressure, weapon training. Uh, this has allowed me to travel along with the Korean royal family, rock marines. I've trained everything from FBI, Secret Service, um, military and uh, law enforcement as well on the local and state level as well. And uh, this has just put me into, the, into that environment where I've just picked up information along the way. Uh, there's always more to learn. Uh, people in the correctional system, jails, uh, you name it. And uh, that has been um, something that I never thought I would uh, encroach upon, but this is where I am. And coming up as a little boy, never thought I would be around the people that I've been around as well. Then it sounds like you are the person we need to talk to. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. You know, so, um, and it's allowed me to travel overseas as well and, and be uh, from Korea, Beijing, and China, all through China, the Shaolin Temple. Um, uh, the 38th parallel, which is on the borderline of uh, South Korea uh, and North Korea, uh, and the mountains with the monks, been there, and to the very bottom of the peninsula, so all through that country. And that's just from the uh, Asian or the Orient aspect of the martial art, that's what has got me to. Wow. 
You have to call me golden child then. Uh-oh. <laughs> and me the <laughs> knife. <laughs> Brother Michael, there's a lot of things going on. We, we, we did a show about love, respect, and protecting the Black woman. And, you know, just just from um, and and from the black man's perspective, mm-hmm. but there are oftentimes women are saying that we feel unprotected. There's no one to protect us, um, and that we're in this alone. And mm-hmm. you know what, what? How would you respond to that? And how do we protect ourselves? Uh, one of the things is, uh, the three things, and this, this is done in what we call the dynamic sphere. It's done in the, uh, it's in a book called the dynamic sphere, Aikido. This is one form of the arts out of many. And the three things that people have to, um, I don't say have to, but three things that a person should be aware of is perception, decision and evaluation, and reaction. Now. Black women, I'm going to keep it real now. You all have a, a insight. You have an intuition. And that intuition is your perception. It may be the hairs raising off the back of your neck. A woman carries two souls or has the ability to carry two souls. So you already have a built-in radar. And that radar, but with all the the technology and the distractions we have in the world, sometimes it gets a little clouded, not because you're clouded, but because those things out there, the car or the the emails, text messages, where I'm on right now, these are sometimes, they're helpful um, products, but also they sometimes hinder us because we get so involved in the, the, the social medias out there. So the biggest thing is the perception. What do you feel? What do you see? Uh, how do you respond to what you see? Like when you're going into your house, when you pull up to your house, you might have a certain feeling. I tell a person, drive around the block and do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's your reaction. And when now if someone approaches you, that's, you only have a heartbeat to make a decision. But once you have distance from a situation, like from your car or persons across the room, or you're about to get on an elevator, you have to make a decision and not be embarrassed by the decision, even if it makes it look like you might, a person may look, oh, she's paranoid. You know, um, a lot of times I see women, especially white women, they may grab their purse. I laugh, you know, but that's a good thing to do. I'm not going to steal it, but that's on a uh, systematic racial type process, thinking process. But uh, when it comes to that, the biggest thing is knowing your surroundings. When you come in at night, uh, if you're at your house, uh, these are just some of the things, you know, I tell a person, you know, if you're on the phone, stay on the phone. If everybody's seen the movie Taken, stay on the phone. Start describing your situation. Don't get off the phone. Let me get in the house. Let me call you when I get in the house. No, stay on the phone until you get in the house because at least that person has to contact And um, those are just some of the things, having your keys out um, and making sure your bushes are cut short. Mm -hmm. Uh, If if you're in an apartment building, you know, don't let anybody walk in behind you. You go to ATM machine. You You have a feeling before it happens. It does not come out of the blue. It's there. Are you aware of, of where it is at that time or are you paying attention? And the key fact is paying attention. And um, uh, being aware of ha- people, you know, call somebody in your neighborhood. I don't know, my neighbors know me. Matter of fact, they call me all the time. <laughs> uh, 
because you see so and so. I'm like, no. But I will look out my window. So make sure that you have some kind of cohesion with the people around you. So that helps. If you don't have that cohesion or the people around you, make sure that you have something, uh, some form of contact with somebody at all times. Um, if they don't hear from you in a certain time, especially when you have a routine with people, uh, that's something that you want to be aware of. So first of all, you have to get in. I, I use the house as an example because you get home, a lot of times people feel safe or sometimes you may not feel unsafe when you hear that, that noise or something that's unusual. So the things you can do in the house, I don't say person should get a gun or don't get a gun, but uh, knowing where things in your house, you know, uh, my daughter lives with me every now and then I, I ask her, where's this? Where's that? Where's this? And sometimes um, I would get up in the middle of the night and go through a routine as if something happened. You know, what do you do? And that comes from being on the fire department. We had to get up. We don't have time to sit down. How would you feel if the fire department comes up and I have to read a book on how to come help you? You know, we have to know these things right away. Or, and those are just some of the things, you know, some things are inexpensive. Um, I went to, I'm just talking about home security right now. I went to Lowe's and they had these little devices that may run about $5. You can put them on your window. Sometimes people like to open up their windows. Now you can put an alarm on in your house. You can go through ADT. I'm not putting necessarily promoting a particular company, but I have it. And, um, but I have other things that you can put on your windows. And it's a chime. Once the windows raise, it chimes. It costs no, it, it's, it's inexpensive. Uh, now on your phone, you can use your phone. You have cameras in your house. You don't have to get, and it's really inexpensive. It may cost like $40. And you can have one in the room. So you don't have to get something hooked up to your internet and everything else into the house. And having all these drives, you can have a little bitty camera sitting in the room, you hear something, you can put it on your phone, and you can look at everything that's in your house. And it actually will uh, let you know something is in the house because your phone may uh, buzz, let you know there's some movement in your house. So those are just some of the small things that you can do at a very low expensive price. It's very inexpensive. And, um, you know, putting a stick in the window where they can't raise the window, you know. Um, you know, when you leave town, I look at things like that. Go, if you have a garage, go in the garage, leave three, four o'clock in the morning. Most of the people that rob people that they broke into my house before and they've even gone into my car. Um, they usually work somewhere as far as vehicles, they work somewhere between two and five o'clock in the morning. And, um, that's when most of them try to get in. Uh, if uh, in the daytime, if that's only if you have a work schedule, most people now are working from home. Uh, so some of the, you know, um, I saw this on social media, uh, a person put occupation thief, reason for unemployment, can't work, everybody home, you know, so, <laughs> so everybody's home now. So um, these are, are just some of those things. Now, when they come in the morning, they're pretty bold. Sometimes they'll kick in your door in broad daylight. Um, you know, try to make things, and I'm going back to the car, try to make things as invisible as possible. They really just looking for change. You know, I'm just talking about security. And, but as a uh, thief once told a law enforcement officer, if I do this a day, once a day or every day, I'm making five, six hundred dollars in change a week. Do the math. 500 times four, that's 500, 500, dollars. They're making two thousand dollars still in change out of your car. But um, as far as feeling safe, one thing is, is I always say be, stay prayered up is one of them. 
you know, knowing where you are in your house, uh, tell a person have an escape route. Um, I say, even if you have a ladder, if you live on the second floor or if you're in an apartment building, put a ladder that you can get out your house if need be. Um, if I keep a fire extinguisher in the kitchen and I keep a fire extinguisher up in my room. So if you're not a, a weapons kind of person, all you got to do is pull the trick and blind a person coming in and then get out. Hit them with the uh, extinguisher. You know, um, these are just some of the things, household things that you can have if you're not a weapons person. Mm. And if you've ever had a, a you, of course, you've never had an extinguisher put in your face, but if you put out a fire, it's, it's, it's a chemical. It blinds a person. And then you just keep it in your room. And, um, or in a place where you can get to. I keep mine in the hallway, but I'm not worried about any of that other stuff. They'll be in pieces by the time they, they, they come in your house. I, I got some, some other things for you, but um, uh, making sure that around your house, you, they, a lot of times, they'll, uh, if you have a house, they'll, you, if you garden, you have, or you have the, the, the stones around your house that for beautification, those are also devices to get in your house. Um, some people have block glass windows. The block glass windows are probably the easiest things to get into. Uh, most people don't know that. I didn't. You know, you can, I don't know how many people are going to see this. I don't know where to put that out there. But all you have to do is break one little piece in the corner and everything is compressurized. It just falls out, falls in easily. And it doesn't make a lot of noise when you hit them. Wow. So um, um, you learn that from the fire department, how we get in block glass windows. Mm -hmm. I just hit a corner. Hit that corner, that's concrete, it's really not that thick, boom, I'm in. It takes about maybe 10, 15 seconds. <laughs> um, being secure, if you're by yourself, I tell a person, don't get gas, gas at night, but they're robbing people all times now. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, I'm just not going outside if you're in your car. Um, if your gas tank is on the side of the, uh, the driver, I make sure that I put my gloves in the back seat or in a compartment. So when I go in, I'm always looking in my car. So when I open my door to get my gloves to pump the gas, I'm looking in my car. When I, if I have to go back and get changed, if you're not using a card, I have to put my gloves in, I'm looking in my car. I'm also looking in the side view mirror on the passenger side to see if somebody's coming around in a the, in the place that I can't see. Turn your tires toward, toward the gas pump. So they, at least they take the car together, they're not getting out easily. But, and always, always keep your phone on you. Some people just leave their phone. No, no, no. Keep your phone on you. I don't care if it's for two seconds. You can't even call for help because your phone is in the car. I don't know, I'll, be just, I'll be just right. And we become complacent. So we can't become, we can't maintain or stay complacent uh, under those conditions. And um, someone just got robbed not too far from around me going into your garage at night. I like the back end. Some people like to drive in, but once you drive in, you can't see a person coming in behind you. But back in, you got to get good at backing your car up, and you got to be good. We got all these devices. We got a thousand mirrors, and everybody, <laughs> I did parking just ain't my thing. Well, I practice. And at least you can see if someone coming, and then they come. If they don't have the gun on you, take the car, put it in drive, and, and make them a bumper sticker. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, or make them an emblem, you know. Mercedes Benz used to be on there. They'd be part of that. <laughs> so, um, and change up your routine. I, sometimes I drive by my house before I go in my house. Mm -hmm. 
uh, and I'll and then I'll take uh, and I, you know what and have to constantly say that that's unfortunate. It's not a paranoia; it's just being aware because the, those that prey on people are not uh, do not rest. They never rest. They never rest ever. They're not resting as we're talking as we speak. Uh, get in a good martial art class, one hundred three forty six Southwestern Avenue <laughs> <laughs> at Cooksville, Chicago. But you want something that is more combative. Um, you know, you know, martial art has a, it's, it's a journey. It's a lot of components that uh, that apply to the martial art. But you want something. What can I do right now when I walk out of my house? Yes. What can I do right now? And there's only three things that that it needs to be done. You know, but um, and that's hit them high, hit them low. I just tell them, don't worry about the, anything. Hit them high, hit them low. Mm-hmm. The computer. Anybody ever get hit in the nose, hit in the throat, or uh, uh, something fly in your eyeball? You kind of grab your eye right away. It's the same thing what happened if you actually touch somebody in their face. It's only three things you should do. After three moves, um, you should be able to escape. And um, you know, and then again, you have to have a spirituality about yourself. Um, that I'm only here for a moment. And if you want this life and there's no getting out of it, that I'm gonna fight, then you you're gonna have to take it. I'm not giving it to you. You're gonna have to take this. And you can't be, we all have a fear, but you have to put that aside in whatever your belief system is. And then if you have to be ready to die and you have to be ready to kill. I don't wish it for anybody. We say I'm willing to die for what I believe in. As I got from the minister one time, I'm ready. Are you willing to kill for what you believe in? Are you willing to protect this, this, this life? You've mentioned um, three things that you can do to escape. Can you actually go into detail about that? Because I. Okay, one of the things, and I know this would work. I've I've seen videos. One thing, when police officers have even been sprayed in their face with mace, the first thing they'll do is they will grab their face. If you, a baby walks a certain way. When a baby's learning how to walk, they spread their feet because they need balance. Uh, A palm strike, an open hand to the face as hard as you can uh distorts we call the brain the computer once you distort the computer you win just distort the computer if you see if you go to the gym and a man is lifting weights with his eyelids leave the gym because he's not from here you know (laughs) i don't care who you are if you get to the eyes or you just take that your palm everybody put your palm up to your face just put it up and just to your nose and just cover the whole face if you hit that as hard as you possibly can all right, and it hurts. Your eyes become teary, eye, the nose. That's one of the most painful. We used to do this with a steel mask on, and I would have a, I, we would train the women uh, in uh, the hospitals, the nurses, and I had to stop. I couldn't, I had a steel guard on, and I had a, a red line in the middle of my forehead, and everybody comes in, I don't know, and they were meek at first. I, I don't go with no meek females. Don't, I'm, not, I'm not for that no more. When y'all get into it, y'all rough. <laughs> Go to the prison system. The, the women are rougher than the men. So I'll, <laughs> once y'all tap into it, I'm that not buying so it. That is so true. <laughs> I, I, I work at corrections and it's situations where my coworkers would be like, I want this, this person, and, and you, Muhammad, you come with us. And then the guys send back, you don't want me to go? They're like, y'all scared. I, they would pick two or three women to go over two or three men because so many of them guys would be so scared. Yeah. 
So you you have the the Dahomey tribe out of Africa, <laughs> uh, one of the most feared uh, warriors, women warriors ever. And um, uh, face to face, you hit to the groin, a palm strike, you just lift up, and then you ever choke somebody, want to choke somebody before? Go to the throat. Face, groin, throat. Because you hit somebody in the eyes, on the face, they grab the face. When they grab the face, it's natural for a person to spread their legs when you have no balance. It is a natural instinct that when your face or eyes are compromised, you spread your feet. And I've done demonstrations for years. Once you spread your feet, you hit them low. You come up and you lift up like you're lifting groceries or you carrying that baby on your side. And then when they grab the groin, the neck comes out. The hyoid, as you call the um, the uh, Adam's apple. Mm. Hit them right there. You get in the throat. I, I don't care who you are. You, it hurts. You know, and you all have the strip to lift because I work out and I've seen women carry children on their hips and carry their groceries and walk up five miles to get home. And I carry, I just have children. I carry one of my hip and my arm retired after three seconds and I work out. I said, I don't know how they do this. This is I appreciate those three simple things that, that we can do in terms of protecting um, ourselves. One of the other issues I think that women face is domestic violence. When the enemy is in the home, how do we protect ourselves? I just did a demonstration, actually a workshop uh, for Sister Nicole Muhammad um, back in January. And um, one of the persons, I actually found it was my classmate from college. Her boyfriend had stabbed her in the eye with um, a screwdriver, I think. First of all, you have to understand your self-worth. Hmm. What are you worth to yourself, your children, your family, those whom you love? what is what is your worth in the fire department quite frankly mm -hmm. um and being exposed to all of the different calls and and um all of those things and i don't mean from a physical standpoint because uh, mm -hmm. oftentimes if you are in a house with an abuser there's already that that um that fear that that she has regardless of what she can do um i have i know a situation where the woman was a black belt and her husband still beat her yeah um so you know just just from an emergency management perspective you know what what are some things that women can do to get out out of the house get you out of the situation absolutely oh uh what what i stated before the the first thing is is you have to understand your value, who you are. Once you understand your value, once you understand that uh, you are of importance, that's the first thing because a lot of time when I've gone to these situations, I've seen calls, really is a low self-esteem that keeps a person in that environment. Uh, they may have come up in an abusive family where they think that's love. So understanding what love is. So when you understand who you are, uh, to thine own self be true is, is something that I, I always say. First of all, you have to have affirmations around you. Because when you're in it, and I, when I walk into people's houses, I may see uh, the house is not clean. So I understand that that's not always the case. 
but I've seen it some environments, the environment is not conducive to a healthy thought process. Mm-hmm. So if that's not right, you, you can't get out of it. Um, you, you just can't because that's clutter. So you have to remove the clutter. Once you remove the clutter, then you can see who you are. You got to look in the mirror before any of this takes place. You have to look in, I mean, a physical mirror and ask yourself, why am I here? And once that's embedded, then you have to find a way to get out. So when we're walking out, sometimes they stay because of the children. You know, um, we, we are, a lot of us come from broken homes. You're going to make it. Um, understanding that it may be economics. Uh, I've been in, in shelters. A lot of time it's economics. Uh, well, he's doing this, he's doing that. If you, if you don't have the job, uh, so he's providing or he gives you these things. You got to be, first of all, before anything takes place, you got to be willing to give it up. I'm going to tell me, my mama left. I'm telling you now. She said, that's a wrap. You know, and whatever she was dealing with, you got to say, I'm not dealing with this anymore. That's the first thing is you got to get out. You have to realize I deserve better than this. That's, those are things that have to be inside you first before you can even begin to walk out of the situation. And my thing is, is how long, people have come to me before, you know, I can't come, brother. I need you to come beat somebody up. Or can you come do this? I said, are you willing to take money out of their pocket? <laughs> and until you're willing to hit them in their own pocket, child support or jail, or right now, I don't even want to see brothers locked up because this, I don't, the climate is a whole different program now anyway. Um, and you have to be ready to give it up. You have to be ready to walk out and get the children. He got to go to work. If he's if he's working, hell, if he if he's selling dope, he gotta leave. But uh, you know, he gotta get out the house, get out and go. <laughs> Something here making me laugh at myself. But um, and you have to have a place to go to, but you can't go back. So I don't know if that answers the question, but self worth is the first defense mechanism that one has to have. Find out you, if you got some, have someone you can talk to. That person, uh, if you have a, a one good friend, that good friend don't want to see you in that situation unless they want to be with that man themselves. But <laughs> you, know, me, no. <laughs> you know, I mean, they, they, I've seen it. Wow, yeah, it's true though. I've seen it. So when I walk into these people's houses, I'm like, you can see it. You, I see it in their face when I'm walking. It takes about me for 10 seconds for me to see what the problem is. I don't care what they come out of their mouth. 10 seconds, I know they're lying. <laughs> I know what the, it just, I've seen it for, imagine, I've had over, not all these calls, but I did the math one time. Um, maybe I've been on over 54,000 calls. Maybe, and, I, and that's a small number. Maybe not all abuse, but in the last 10 years, most of it has been abuse wow. and gang violence and shooting and and i see it so when we go into the home the health and this the first thing you have to do is put yourself as number one and until you put yourself i am number one not you know of course the creator but you have to say that i'm number one after the creator and then until you notify yourself i said until you notify yourself none of this works none of it the thing you want to do too is keep a diary Keep a record of something going on mm, that's uh, where uh, they can't see it because if you get to the point and it becomes a fatal situation and you have a documented documentation, be it through um, 
uh, law enforcement be that you have maybe you didn't say something you know keep a photos keep your photos keep your um uh write this stuff down wow. and hide it mm. good y'all know how to hide stuff y'all don't give me this y'all better than us <laughs> you ain't right <laughs> we, we, we think we have so every time i lay we lie we we ain't good at it we need to stop this all together sisterhood that's your strength find the women when y'all had enough it's over with <laughs> So if you have domestic abuse, call your friends. They'll fight for you before you if you can't fight for yourself. That's right. You know, but don't and you know what? That's it. that's actually just hearing a man say to women to find your sisters and how important yeah. sisterhood is. Yeah. Isn't that so? That's remarkable. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, my next, I don't know what my greatest fear is if you mess up, it's the sisterhood. You better run. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, and 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 maybe people don't like this. What I'm about to say, it would when they looking for those so-called so-called terrorists in other countries. I said, tell me, old child support. <laughs> <laughs> Sisters will find you. <laughs> I, I'm serious. Uh, case in point, I know this is off 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 uh, kilter. Our lights were out for like three days when we had this big this tornado. My neighbor, now I did what I had to do. My neighbor found out where the chair, where the CEO of Exelon lived, <laughs> had his cell phone number, knew he had bought a new house. We had ComEd out here within less than 24 hours. Wow. <laughs> I said, what? Not I did my little magic. It helped a little bit. You're going to find out where the CEO of ComEd, Exelon is. And we had eight trucks in, the, in my alley. The next morning. So, so what she's saying is, what she's saying is, is that the power is in the sisterhood. Mess with if you want to. I was raised by my mama. <laughs> what you hear coming out of my voice is out of a male voice, but it's out of a woman's spirit. <laughs> what you hear is a is the the spirit of a warrior woman coming out of a man that put me in an environment of strong men, but it was a warrior woman that put me around warrior men so that I can say what I say today. That's right. And it was her, and it was the sisterhood that she had that, that put me where I am to be able to stand up as a man and to defend what I defend. So, oh, that's the man. No, you listen to my mama's. What you hear, just hear it in my voice. I just love challenge. And you put a whole lot out there, brother. For any sister in this day and age who felt unsafe before they heard this podcast, they're going to have a whole new mindset. Um, one of the first challenges, we, we need to change our mind into thinking perception, decision and evaluation and reaction, as our brother so eloquently placed it. As women, we have a natural intuition. We have to learn how to read a situation to know, to see it for what it is, to see if we need to fight or flight. That's what we need to do. Uh, we need to tap into that Dahomey tribe, like the brother said. You know, those are warriors. Tap into your inner warrior. Activate that inner soldier. Another challenge is to be security-minded. We're not security-minded. If you're going to be on your phone, be prepared to use it as, as security to alert someone when you need assistance. But don't be all in your phone where anybody watching can knock you in the head because you ain't paying attention. Understand when to be predatorial when you're dealing with predators because that's the only thing they respect. Predators think about being predatory on prey all day long. You have to psychologically defeat them. 
refuse to be prey, and know your self-worth. Another thing is be prepared to have an escape route. We don't have it. We tend to drive the same route every day to work. We don't take a different route. If we're in a, if we're in a restaurant, we need to be thinking, if somebody comes in shooting, what am I going to do? We have to be on security at all times. Another thing is if you're a person who don't believe in weapons, and we understand there are a lot of people who don't want to have guns in the house, but you got fire extinguishers, you got you got kitchen utensils, hell, you got paper, as our brother taught us, you can use as a weapon. So know your environment and know what you can use to defend yourself. Remember, face growing throat. If you are a woman and you're in a situation and you cannot protect yourself and there's a man that's aggressing you, remember, strike face, growing throat, and just get the hell out of Dodge. And those are my challenges. All right. Thank you. And Brother Michael, what we usually do is we like to give our guests a final word, at least mm -hmm. 30 seconds or less. And also, if someone is interested in learning from you uh, and how they can get in touch with you, if you can give us that information, we'd appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Okay, I can uh, be reached at uh, 10346 Southwestern Avenue. Um, there are, I'll give you my number, 312-869-2592. That's the Google number, 312-869-2592. If they mention this podcast uh, interview, um, they'll get a discount with me or I'll work something out. Anybody that um, uses you all's name it's it's worth it's valuable to me mm, okay. because you all are valuable to me and um Thank the other you. thing is is that you know, to thine own self be true know thyself i mean really look in the mirror michael jackson said it best mm. that man in the mirror man meaning male and female and um understanding that what your self-worth yeah. what your self-worth is is the most important thing because if you don't matter to you then you won't matter to anybody else Period. We can. There's no other way to document it up. That's it. That's all. So I appreciate you uh, as a, you know having me come on. I enjoyed it more than I thought I was, and I talked longer than I thought I was. I'm like, man, it's twelve. It's almost one o'clock. But no, um, be on again. We're gonna have you on again. I want you to come on again. So and, this time um, we'll be able to see. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll do that. I don't have a problem with it. I enjoyed it. Uh, keep doing what you all are doing. Um, I love the smiles, the energy that I get from across the room is transcending space and time. So the essence of what's being done here is, is a value and uh, I value you all. So, and when I'm gone, I'm gone. So I'll leave with these words. If there's any kindness that I can do, then let me not defer for I may not walk this way again. Okay, right. <laughs> Thank you so much, Brother You're Michael. Welcome. Thank you. And thank you to our listeners. We will see you, or you'll hear from us next episode. Thanks for listening to another episode of Conversations with the Royal Impress. Tune in next week for another enlightening conversation. For more information on the Royal Empress, please visit the website royalempress.org. You can also follow the Royal Empress on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Conversations with the Royal Empress is a subsidiary of the Royal Empress Organization. All rights reserved.